Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Everyone take a deep breath. Just count. If you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Or punch something. <laughs> Sometimes it was so funny because my little boy does love Daniel Tiger and they're all great tools. But I was just telling my um, cousin that's like living with us and helping with kids. I'm like, I do love Daniel Tiger and the tools that it teaches. But you know what? Sometimes there's not time to count to four. Just get in the da car. I don't have time to like take you through like grownups come back. Like it's just like, no, just go to, go to the gym daycare. I got to get to class. You know, you don't have time to like, he doesn't know if he wants his grown up to, to come, come back. back. He's not sure. So sometimes I I'm like, take her or leave her. It's, uh, really, it's really good to have these tools, but there are times these tools are out the window mm-hmm. and you just got to freak mm-hmm. out. Well, the thing is you have to be in a rational state of mind to access these tools you've been given. Right. Right. And generally, in these situations, you're not. Yeah. I and understand like the we term haven't actually, red. We haven't actually introduced the topic. <laughs> we just jumped in. Um, it's, I don't know, when Allison and I were discussing it. We Boiling saying, points. When you just have a freak out. Yeah. Like you've hit your limit and something goes off inside your soul. <laughs> and you lose all control. And typically it's like over something kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But like obviously there's more going on below the surface. Yeah. That then this tipping point, then it's, then you look like a freaking maniac. And people yeah. are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but you're like, it's kind of like that video of the husband and wife. And she's like, it's not about the nail. Yeah. It's like same thing. It's like, it's probably not about ABC, whatever little things happening. Mm-hmm. There's so much building up to it. And that is the tipping point. Yeah. There actually was a show on MTV for a while that I used to love watching and it was called Boiling Points or Boiling oh, really? Point or something. And people were, it was a hidden camera show. And so people would put people in these horrible situations, like really mm-hmm. stressful. Typically it did have like a customer service side, like, okay. and see how long it would take them and then however many mad. minutes they lasted and they had no idea they were in this circumstance. I don't like They that. would get points, like <laughs> boiling points. And oh, then if and they, they made it money. without freaking out, they'd be like, by the way, you're on boiling point and you just won $100. Okay. So one of them, for instance, was at an ice cream shop <sighs> and the ice cream scooper like would do things like it plop it on the cone and then it would like fall on the counter and then they'd like scoop it up with, <laughs> they'd like scoop it up with their bare hand and like plop it on top of the ice cream cone and to see these people's reactions like they would be like looking around like is anybody else seeing this yes Am even one, one person because then they try to push it further and further right even one time the worker <laughs> you know how when the ice cream's like dripping down the cone and you lick it oh they like lick had it. them do it and then they were like okay and like the lady's like hold on wait a minute <laughs> Did you did you really just lick my ice cream, you know? <laughs> but some people would stand up for themselves, but they wouldn't like have a freak, freak out. Yeah. So uh, but I, I remember I remember watching I'm and pro- being like I, I mean, you you always think about how you would react, mm-hmm. but you don't really know until you're in the situation. 100%. I, I would like to think that I would nicely say, Can I actually get a different one that hasn't been on the counter that you just wiped with that rag? And I, I am married to quite a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. I do think he'd probably say something if someone licked his ice cream because he's Ab- also absolutely. really OCD. But there have been so many times that he will just take it and be like, well, it's gross. Throw it away. Walk away. And I'm like, no, we need to like say something. And he's like, it's not worth like the fight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, no, it's worth the fight. But we have a friend that we joke around with about it's mine and Brit's 
mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And she's like our go-to, like if we're out to dinner mm-hmm. and something's wrong with our food, she'll stand up for herself. She'll stand up and for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause we're all like, it's fine. And she's like, guys, it's not fine. Like yeah. you're, you're paying good money for this. Just say something, you know? Yeah. So sometimes she'll be like, um, her food's cold. Like yeah. for us. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I need to stand up for myself because then I will have a freak out. Yeah. On somebody. Yeah. Cause you're mad about the food or whatever. Yeah. And then later you're at home and someone else says something that's wrong and it just adds up and then you do freak out. Yeah. So I think also in, I was telling my friend this morning in getting these submissions, I was like, oh yeah, I have one like that. I have one like that. I have one like that. <laughs> so either I am very angry, of a per- I'm a very angry person or I hold things in too long. Yeah. And I need to like release a little as, as I go. It's mm-hmm. like release the little breathing, bit of steam. Yeah. Techniques. So yoga is good. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like that, but I just, I've had my share of freak out. So mm-hmm. as we're going through this, you guys understand not to judge each other and to remember that these people, for whatever reason, something else led up to these moments. Uh-huh. And I'm actually, I'm proud of you guys because <laughs> this is another one where I was like, are people going to submit? Because it's kind of embarrassing Yeah. to like, I mean, it shouldn't be because it happens to the best of us, but to write in and say, well, I, I was made someone else cry Yes. <laughs> at a place of their work uh-huh. you know, or at their place of employment, um, you know, it is. It does have to take some humbling to be like, this is what I did. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to start with this submission. This listener said, um, and I and I relate to this on a spiritual level, like in the depths of my soul, because this listener said they once got so frustrated while doing math homework in college that they forcefully stabbed the open math book with their pencil. And then while still pushing down hard, thrashed the pencil back and forth, <laughs> shredding book pages. And several of the pages were like, those texts come. I said, you probably can resell that. No, those, after that the semester was over $85. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. And now they don't even probably have to buy them. It's all online. online. Yeah. I don't know. They, I'm sure they have to pay something for the uh-huh. online version. But yeah. Those, those were like coveted those books. Uh-huh. I was so poor that multiple times I like went in on a book with my friend in the Mm -hmm. class. And then I'd be like, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays. (laughs) And then on Saturday we can do like a group study sesh. But anyway, yeah, he he attacked the book. And I have to say, at least it was the book and not his professor. He pulled a Harry Potter on Tom Riddle's diary. (laughs) Stabbing it, stabbing it, stabbing it. I know I'm picturing. And why I say I can relate to this on such a spiritual level is because math is my ultimate nemesis in life. life. Mm -hmm. I consider myself a Fairly smart person. <laughs> I won't say I'm a genius. I'm a, I'm a street smart kind of gal. Okay. But I consider myself like I was able not, to get Not through. as much of a textbook. No. Mm-hmm. And math is like 100% that like memorization yeah, uh-huh. textbook kind of smart. Yeah. And that wasn't me. <laughs> and yet they put a lot of importance on it. <laughs> like why do I need to know about like, a rhombus? You need to do it Could to you graduate. have told me about a 1099 or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Um, or like a 401k? Yeah. Or some investments rather than well, there's financial rather than making classes. me cry learning how to find the area of a rhombus. <laughs> like I've never even seen a rhombus in real life. Have you? What is a rhombus? I don't know, but there's nothing in, in the world that I've seen like naturally shaped as a rhombus other than the picture of the rhombus in the math book the textbook that, that has he now just been stabbed. assaulted. <laughs> but I just I, I let this listener know. I'm like, I hear you. I I see see you. you. Mm -hmm. I am you. Because I can't tell you how many times I want to stab something (laughs) working on math. I've cried in professors' offices offices for help. Uh I once, I was trying to take like a placement exam to get into a math class. 
and I failed the placement exam or didn't didn't make it high enough to get into the class. And I was like, this is my only hope. Like, yeah. I am done with college except that- <laughs> this class. So I'm going to – I had all these thoughts running through my mind like, I will not get a degree because of math 10 freaking 50. And I just remember being like, I'm going to Cafe Rio. I'm getting like a full salad with a key lime pie and I'm going <laughs> to so eat good. my feelings. And I got to my house and I was locked the freak out of my house. And I sat on my front porch and sobbed with my food and they didn't put a fork in there. So I couldn't, I couldn't even, I could not even eat my food on my porch. You, feel, you couldn't even fe- eat your feelings no. about your math. Yeah. <laughs> And I just remember being like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, I don't know. And then I finally, I don't know. I would have to ask my friend. He was my really good friend that lived you couldn't like even kitty corner from us. Your I, knocked, pie. I knocked on his door, probably looking like a hot mess. And I was like, I need all to get into my house. He came credit carded my door. Oh, second. Like, I'm like, I've had a real bad day. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't freak out at anyone, but I definitely had a emotional breakdown on my front porch with my cafe Rio with my friend that's my neighbor and luckily he's still friends with me so oh my gosh (laughs) so I feel you Mm -hmm. on this listener's story yeah and getting physically aggressive um I've never gotten physically aggressive but I think um Oh, well. The haunted house incident that we covered. Yeah, we've talked about that. You you weren't hitting anyone. It was sort of just like swinging and ripping out of people's hands. Yeah, I was, you know, don't try, don't lay hands on me. In a stressful situation. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm not going to hurt you, but I'm not going to let you bind me. I'm not going (laughs) to let you. It's like, I am no Nephi here. (laughs) You will not tie me up. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I need, I can't be held down. I can't be held captive. Uh Um. But I remember one time I was, or I was in the training process of a new job Uh and it was a work from home, remote online job. Okay. So everything was trying to be portrayed to me through email and it's, that's just really hard. You're like, can someone give me like a five minute phone call? That's all I need. And it was really tricky. This email chain is going on Uh for two weeks. And I think my supervisor was a little concerned and was like, I'm really glad this is a remote position yeah. because I, and I don't, you guys, I don't know what I'm thinking. I Were wrote, you not getting it? I was so frustrated. I emailed her. I'm ready to kill someone. What? <laughs> you did? I was like, this is horrible. I'm ready to kill someone. <laughs> How are you not fired and arrested? <laughs> I can't believe I said I'm I'm ready to kill someone in a work email. <laughs> oh my, that is a great example of what we're talking about today. I am, why didn't you ever tell me this? Were you so embarrassed? Yeah, and honestly, like at the time, I felt justified. Like oh, at the it was t- that at the bad. time at the time, I didn't think. Because I was like saying it to myself as I was like typing, like, yeah. I'm going to kill someone, this is the worst. And and so when I emailed it, it just felt like a natural train of thought that I was already having. Right. And so it was only upon reflection that I realized like that wasn't great to say to my supervisor. No, I'm shocked you weren't fired. <laughs> I worked for the them job for, market. I worked for them for three years. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I'm really glad you got it figured out. And I'm very, I am very non-violent person. <laughs> so the fact that I was but Brit, saying things that, can be interpreted over right, email. That's what I'm saying. So like, yes, it's a, it's a term. It's, it's a, a term, but I cannot believe I was writing that to somebody. Yeah. It's I that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, this listener can probably relate to that because they said they have been blacklisted. 
Okay. Blacklisted from ever even calling, <laughs> I think it's Dish Network, they said. Okay. Um, ever again. Because she called with How a, does that even? She called with a problem and she just said, let's just say words were flying <laughs> and she is no longer able to even call them anymore. How she does has that been even flagged. Work? Their, their, their number is blocked, their number's flagged. And, and, like, like, I gotta not, see it in the customer service cubicle. Do not answer. <laughs> Nobody answered. Don't it's worry. It's like one of those numbers. But I, I didn't get to find out. I did message this listener back saying, I really want to know like how this conversation went a yeah. little bit more. And I didn't, I didn't hear back because oh. again, it could be one of those things where you're like, listen, I'm willing to tell you this much, uh-huh, but I'm not, not going to will- tell you what, exactly what I said. I'm not going to tell you that I told him I was going to kill someone. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I, it's, I don't know why that I makes said me that. laugh. I don't it's know great. Why. It's great. Don't don't backtrack. It's okay. We're all here. It's a safe. It's a safe space. This is a safe space for you. Obviously, I never would. Would. That's what they all say. It's the ones you don't think are capable. <laughs> Haven't you ever watched true crime? They're always Hello. like, I could never have imagined. She, he and was a volunteer in the community. I never He's would a... have guessed. She teaches children's <laughs> dance classes. I need to redact that whole thing. Absolutely not. She's, she was the singing time leader at her church. <laughs> okay, we will stop giving you crap because I really want that to stay in there. And if I keep giving you crap, you're going to want to take edited it out. out. No, it won't. You have to be vulnerable too. We okay. expect our listeners to be vulnerable. Okay. We have to do it too. <laughs> All right. Like you were saying, they got blacklisted. This person kind of did too. Oh. This listener says... When they got their flooring put in, they forgot to measure for the laundry room, so they were short. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have a laundry room for three weeks because they had put the glue down and they couldn't put the washer dryer back in the room until the flooring was installed. Okay. But after a few weeks, they weren't answering their her calls anymore. Uh-huh. So she was calling and calling and you know complaining, and then after a while, they would once again see that phone number and be yeah. like, it's her, don't answer. So anyway... She lost it. I will not be ignored, Dan. <laughs> she said, I'm Fatal talking. Attraction. She made the manager cry. <laughs> Male or female. I don't know. I feel like that's important. Because <laughs> I'm a manager that would easily cry. There's someone jealous. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> and she said, a guy almost lost his job. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, honestly, if you're going to leave a job undone and people can't live their lives for weeks and yeah. not answer your calls, like, what do you expect? Right. Um, someone maybe should get a reprimand. Yeah. Because they aren't doing their job. Um, but she said she feels terrible about it, but she had her husband now is the person that they have to talk to. Yeah. Because. Oh, like they have specified, like, we will no longer be talking to your. She said, because. We will no longer be talking to your crazy wife. Is that? <laughs> she said, basically, what happened was. Was she finally did get a hold of them on the phone? Okay. Yelled, made the manager cry. Husband walks in, takes over, uh-huh. and is and the, and, and he's, he's like, coming in with a fresh. He's coming in fresh, and he's probably not the one that is trying to deal with the laundry out in the hallway every <laughs> single day. Yes. And she says they also, I think that they're scared of her, and so they, <laughs> I think that her husband has recognized that. Like they're nervous. About talking to you. So I'm just going to go ahead and take over from here. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. Laundry is the absolute <laughs> worst chore. Well, it's just what the never ending chore. Mm-hmm. And so to make someone be behind on their laundry for three weeks, that's no joke. You don't yeah. mess around with a mama. Yeah. And she says she's got four kids. And yeah, it's, that's a, I mean, that's a lot of laundry. 
And so you either are going to be like, just... pay my laundromat bill uh-huh. or, or get here and help me get this back installed. So, yeah, I feel bad for people on both sides because it's not great to get yelled at to the point of tears. Yeah. But also, yeah, when you're like, hold on, I've hired you guys. You're supposed to be doing this. And they're just avoiding you. Yeah. It's bad. You guys, I can't remember the last time I made someone cry. <laughs> Knowingly made someone cry, I hope. Uh-huh. Other than my kids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Look what you did, you have a truck. I, unfortunately, I have not done that. I said that. <laughs> but this listener has a great one speaking of kids. Okay. So this mom, or this listener is a mom, and she was making dinner. She wanted to say, let me start by saying, whoever said dinner time is the most important and you need to have family dinners is clearly not a mom <laughs> or the one creating the meal. <laughs> it's the person that walks in and like, these are so great. Yeah. Every night. Come on. I know. Like I said, do. I keep referencing this with my cousin that's living with us. You know, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I'm always like, what is she thinking? Because she's like, what is she thinking of us? Because my kids can't stay in their seats. Uh-huh. And she's always like trying to help us, like get them to stay in their seats and all this stuff. And then, and I just like have given up on the three-year-old and, mm-hmm. you know, and so she's probably like, this is not very peaceful, but she doesn't <laughs> say that. But she, I'm, I'm always like, oh gosh, this is, family dinner yeah. is tough. It's and Yes. They have all these studies that tell you that if you don't have it, your kids are going to do drugs <laughs> or whatever. Talk about a guilt trip. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, sit down. If you want to stay drug free, <laughs> you will eat this and you will like it and you will be happy and we will share our day around the table. <laughs> so anyway, she said her kids whine and her, she said, my kids whine and complain every freaking dinner unless it's chicken nuggets or pizza. <laughs> so one day she does decide she's going to make sloppy joes. In her eyes, this is kid food. Right. She's like, who doesn't love a good sloppy joe? <laughs> so she gets done cooking and she's excited for them to try it because she thinks it's kind of like going to be a hit. Yeah, it seems like summer camp food. And she said, of course. They all start complaining. Mm-hmm. And like, why can't we have pizza? Why do you always make gross stuff? This is gross. <laughs> I'm not eating it. And at this point, she said, she's hungry and so she's just going to take it. And she's excited to eat the sloppy joe. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to let these heathens ruin <laughs> my sloppy joe moment you know so she's taking some bites and she's just like kind of almost i think ignoring trying to rise right. above just find your happy place this, find your know? happy place yeah but it's really hard too when you are looking over at the kitchen and you're like and i'm going to be doing those dishes after this uh-huh. food they don't even like why do i even try i've, I've cried before uh-huh. about yeah. dinner mm-hmm. Ritz kids will eat all my dinner yeah Ritz my kids, kids will eat anything good. i cook I've, almost i've lucked out my children eat like birds so anyway the complaining continues and finally, one of them says, I am not eating this. So gross. Look at the stuff inside. This is disgusting. <laughs> and she said, at this point, her husband is over there just enjoying his food. <laughs> Sloppy show. And she keeps He's... like, she's the one starting to yell back at the kids and uh-huh. being like, stop it. Just please be nice or, you know, just all these little things. But her husband's just like obliviously enjoying his sloppy, sloppy Joe. Joe. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. Joe. And so she goes to take like her third bite. And she says she is madder than a hornet at this point. <laughs> Can't handle it anymore. She's about to lose her appetite. Mm-hmm. So she flies up from the table and she decides, I'm just going to clean up the kitchen and excuse like herself because yeah, she can no longer be around these people. Yeah. This family. So she starts doing the dishes and her husband says, what's wrong? What do you think? She said, really bad timing. <laughs> really bad question to ask right now. So she turns and she's like, I lose my sh- on every single one of them. She points at her daughter and yells, shut up. She yells at her son and yells, shut up. Her next son, shut up. And then she points at her husband and says at the top of her lungs, 
shut up. And then finally she's like screams, you all just need to shut up. And she said at this point she releases all of her feelings from the depths of her soul and continues to yell at them for like five minutes about how ungrateful they are and how... And she yells at her husband for not sticking up for her with the kids. Right, like, right. Why don't you back me up and be like, eat your food, appreciate your mom, you know? <laughs> and so she said, I kid you not. She, they all just sat at the table, gaping mouths open, like <laughs> looking at her bewildered, like what demon is, you know, happening. <laughs> so she gets so mad that she's like, now I need to leave. Like I have to, yeah, where, I do, you, to where do you come, go from here? Yes. You know? So she announced, I announces, I am leaving. Mm-hmm. She gets in the car and she's like, and I have no plan. No plans. <laughs> yeah. So. She said, um, once she hits her car, she do- then she loses it and starts to cry yeah, yeah. after the anger subsides. And she can't go inside anywhere because if she goes inside, she looks like a hot mess because she's been crying. crying in her car. So where do you go when you're upset? A mall parking lot. <laughs> and while she was trying to blow off steam, she's hungry because uh-huh. she only got three little bites of her, her sloppy, sloppy joe. So she went to Sonic, of all places, <laughs> got herself a cherry Coke, a grilled cheese, mozzarella sticks, mm. and some onion rings. Yum. My kind of girl. Yes. <laughs> right there. so good. It's hit it hard. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Those carbs <laughs> hit the grease. Fill up. And she said, when I got home, everyone was in bed and asleep. And her husband and I talked about everything. And he did say, that was the craziest <laughs> I have ever seen you. <laughs> and she said, word to all the kids and husbands out there. If your wife makes you sloppy joes, shut up. And eat, eat it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, again, it's one of those things. It's, it's about the sloppy joes, but it's not. It's, it's dinner a, after dinner, dinner after every dinner. Every night and it's work every day. And, you, like, and you're, you're putting like, this work in and you're right. prepping and you're like, this is supposed to be, this is, yeah, this is supposed to keep my kids off drugs. This is supposed, supposed, to, keep supposed them to keep them from being obese <laughs> because you're trying to like cook a healthier meal. Yeah. And, and, introduce and all they want foods. is pizza and fries and, and chicken nuggets <laughs> and, and grilled cheese sandwiches and onion, and onion rings, rings and, and cherry Coke, Coke and, and mozzarella some mozzarella sticks. sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she was like, you will eat this. And then she's like, and I'm going to Sonic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't but the no, plan. Like you, you sometimes going, I mean, maybe that's our society's problem is we turn to food. <laughs> Yeah, but but it's better than alcohol. It, no, it is. It's one hundred percent better than. What being if she would have gotten in the car and started boozing? And, and she went to the bar, right? And then got in a wreck. Do you? I. I'll take um, the onion rings any day. Yes, but like you, like you were saying, and I, I have eaten my feelings so many times. <laughs> I, it's not like I can pinpoint a specific time. Um, but um, like you were saying, you went and got Cafe Rio with, with yes with the pie with everything. Yeah. When and <laughs> so I mean, but yes, it's better than alcohol. It's better than hard drugs. <laughs> So it does keep you off drugs. Right. And it's even better than <laughs> the, the food does keep you off the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and some would say food circle. is a drug, but you know. It's all full circle. Yeah. I had a mom moment like that. So let's help this listener feel a little bit better. Okay. Um, because. Well, very long ago, we talked about how you threw a pickle at your son. Oh, that was a while ago that we talked about that, uh-huh. huh? And now it's so funny because my kids will, my other kids, now they're like two and three kids. Mm-hmm. They'll ask, um, <laughs> like. Will you cut the stem off my pickle? And now I don't even care. Uh-huh. But principle, I have to be consistent. <laughs> because I, what I did to my oldest son, I don't want him to be so like, like, okay, get when ready I asked you to do thing. that, you chucked a pickle across the room. <laughs> so I just have to be like, nope, you can either eat around it. You can eat around it, even though I'm like, Allison, that was so dumb. I have to, I'm too prideful or something, or I just, I don't want to be inconsistent with my kids. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> baby of the family, you got yeah. spoiled and your mom actually cut, cut the stem off the pickle rather than throwing it at your head. Well, I won't peel an apple. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about this, but yeah, I did throw a pickle across the room at my oldest when he was like 
five or six because <laughs> he my kids love pickles. They eat a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And like I had never had an issue before with him getting to the end and wanting it cut off. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, the end's on there. And he was kind of bratty about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just eat until you get to the end and don't eat the and end. Stop. <laughs> and then he was like having a little fit about it. Yeah. And I, instead of, I don't know, I, just, <laughs> I grabbed the pickle off his plate. I like chopped it like a psychopath, <laughs> like the end. And then I was like, here. And I like threw the pickle across the room. <laughs> and oh he's like gosh. watching it fly past him like but it got him to just shut up you know it got him to stop freaking out and then he went and picked up his pickle and was like mm, you know all sad and i'm like oh my gosh I, that was like a, that was like one of those moments where you're like really embarrassed but mm-hmm. anyway this one was an actual like lose your mind screaming situation and i'm so glad no one saw it except for jesus <laughs> heavenly father they saw mm-hmm. but like they love me And they forgive me, I'm sure. But, like, luckily none of my kids were around. Mm -hmm. So um, I tend to pack on too many responsibilities, as most of us do. But we we have an art form to it here in this family. Oh, yeah. Uh, We say yes to everything. Birthdays is when I really do it to myself. Uh I make my kids own – I make the cake myself Mm -hmm. and, like, decorate it to their theme. I do really fun parties with, like, fun themes. And, like, decorations. Decorations. And and I always am like, I can make that. I can make that. I can make that. Uh And then it's, like, 2 in the morning and my husband comes out, like, are you still making, like, tissue pom-poms, you know, to make (laughs) it look like a fairy garden in here? Yes, yes, I am. So, anyway, I... And then you're sleep-deprived the next day. And and you're dealing dealing with six little girls hopped up on sugar. Yeah. And fighting. And so anyway, I was making, it was a fairy birthday party and I was making the, my own cake and I was trying to make it look like a little fairy house and fondant's just something I've tried to figure out as I go, you know, so mm-hmm. I was trying to make this little top to it. Anyway, it was taking a really long time mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, my house is a mess. I have all this stuff to do. And I was just ready to lose it on this cake. And I finally got it to where I was like, okay, it's decent. It's uh-huh. not what I envisioned. It uh-huh. never is. <laughs> but I was like, I, it's, I, we got to stop. I'm going to go put it in my freezer in my garage. Okay. So I get out there and like my car is pulled up a little close to the freezer in my garage. And, but I'm like holding this cake. And so I'm trying to like wiggle around (laughs) and trying to open the door and get it in. And there's like bags of hash browns, you know, frozen meat in there. Uh And so I'm trying to one handedly hold the cake Mm -hmm. and, and shove things over so that I can like slide the cake onto, onto a rack and have space. As I'm doing that, I'm tipping the cake unknowingly. Uh huh. Like towards yourself? Towards myself as I'm like scooching these bags of frozen things and the cake starts to slide off of the thing and, and like <laughs> fall and I catch it, but uh-huh. it like puts a big old handprint in the side of the cake, you know, that I just <laughs> finished decorating like a fairy house. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like frozen because uh-huh. I'm pinned basically between my car and the freezer. I set the cake down. I don't remember where. I think on the top of the garbage can out in there. And I started screaming at the top of my lungs. I grabbed a bag of frozen hash browns and started slamming them on the garage floor. Like just just losing it. I literally think I was like like floating above my body. I Because I swear I saw myself, you know? And seeing red was like it. Yeah. And my garage's were all, doors were all closed. But you can hear through those. Yeah. Like, if a neighbor like was out there they would have probably thought i was being murdered the bag burst open so there's frozen hash browns all over the floor of my garage and i'm just like no 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 all over this fairy cake you know this is yeah. just a fa- it's just a cake yeah but i was done and then and then i like then yeah. i then it broke to tears and then i'm sweeping and then i made it worse because i'm now sweeping up frozen hash browns. yeah you made more of a mess there's a massacre there was a massacre that occurred and i was just sitting there 
sweeping him up, bawling. I fixed the cake. It was fine. I should post a picture of the cake, probably. Yeah. But that was actually just a couple years ago. And it was <laughs> it was my worst one. And I'm so glad no one was there. Was there. I I don't know if you would have done that if someone was there, right? No. Well, I don't know. It was pretty <laughs> bad. Sometimes when you know that you have the garage to yourself and yeah. you can let yeah, loose, then you, true. then you do let loose. That probably is a big contributing factor to uh-huh. that one. But uh-huh. I was not proud. Like, <laughs> my throat hurt for a whole day for screaming. because I screamed so loud. That's how bad it was. I'm not over exaggerating. Like you went to a teeny bopper concert or something. Yeah, like, no. Nope. Like, I had like you were the at I had rounds. like the Phoebe sexy voice for like a day. <laughs> sticky shoes. Are no, you sticky like, shoes? Are you getting a cold? No. No, I. Just I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> lost my mind on some hash on a rounds. fairy cake. And a fairy cake in my garage yesterday. Yeah. So you know, there it is. That's <laughs> my. I, it's not. But again, if it would have been in front of somebody, I would have been so embarrassed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it wasn't. So that's a win. Yes. <laughs> because this listener said. It, it wasn't them that freaked out, but they witnessed this hap- like a freak out happening in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Guys, there's a good chance you know somebody at the Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. have you ever gone to Walmart and, and had the, not, and been lucky enough not to run into, into somebody, somebody you know? Uh-huh. Even if it's just someone you know very lightly. Even when it's the time of day you don't think you'll run into anybody. And so you have zero makeup right. on and your hair's a mess. Like and seven in the morning. You're wearing like the baggiest weekday. sweats you've ever worn and you run into every single person. And you maybe didn't even brush your teeth. <laughs> and you think it's fine. It's just Walmart. And it's seven in the morning morning on a Tuesday no one's there and then all of a sudden the everyone's entire there. community has a parade yeah so this uh, person was at Walmart and they were walking out to their car with a cart full of groceries and they noticed that this car like screeched to a halt a few a few stalls away from where her car was parked and this crazy lady got out of the car and just started to scream at this couple and their young daughter that also had just parked and were making their way into the store entrance okay she said the crazy woman went bat shiz crazy on this family. Oh no. And they were just ig- kind of ignoring her and kind of waving like, her off, you know, going. like, okay, mm-hmm, don't, make eye, to, don't make eye contact. Trying to just avoid conflict, right? Yeah. But she said it would not stop. She was following them, calling them awful names, Yikes. yelling profanities. To, and like a little kid. Yes. And she said she was even attacking their daughter, who's maybe eight to 10. Oh no. And she said, finally, it hit a nerve with the mom. Probably once she started saying something yeah, about her to little the kid, girl. Yeah. And the mom just turned around to defend herself and her family. And the crazy lady, I guess, had thought she got cut off by them somehow, like in the parking okay. lot or mm-hmm. something like that. And she said, and then your daughter flipped me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. So the somewhat normal, you know, woman in this, the mom, mm-hmm. was like calmly like claiming we have no idea what you're talking about i don't think i cut you off yeah. i don't think my daughter flipped, flipped you, you off. off but it just didn't stop she said it was really bizarre and she said even if someone cut me off and flipped me off i don't think i could <laughs> chase them into the store yell yeah. at a child <laughs> but oh. again it kind of goes back to our road rage episode people with cars man freak out it's ridiculous <laughs> there this one and i recently talked to the friends that were with me and they're like we didn't realize that you were having such a hard time. So I'm like, oh, good. Because in my mind, they were going to call the loony bin. You know, because oh, uh-huh. we haven't talked about how I did a Spartan race several years ago and how oh. it was the worst day of my life. And people... You know think, what? We did talk about it. And the episode was too long. And so oh, we cut it so out. So we cut it mm-hmm. out. But this is... I was just telling someone about this <laughs> the other day because we were talking about, you know, marathons and races uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And I think people think, like, that's a very much of an over-exaggeration that that's the worst day of my life, but I, I, I stick to it. Yeah. Um, because 
I am not strong with my upper body. Brent's and like, so I was. We've lost family members. We've had tragedies, but this is still the worst day of our life. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's a combination of the fact that I was like getting humiliated on every obstacle. Yeah. And I. Um, couldn't do any of like hardly any of the things, and I was getting so embarrassed and so frustrated. Well, and you were with like some that you guys. We were with good friends, and all of them were like doing so good, yeah. and and I was just yeah, I, I'm, yeah, it was like my pride was really hurt, and mm-hmm. plus then I'm like really physically exhausted because it's like a big, huge, long race on a mountain. Yes, and then you're doing these. And let's just say, Britt is, like, in good shape. She's, like, very physically active, but, like, her upper body strength is just not her strength. Yeah. And so this Spartan race was so geared towards, like, a lot of upper body strength. Yeah, there was just, like, all these, like, climbing things and, like, rings and monkey bars. And and they're not like the park guys. They're really really far apart apart and they're really high off the ground. So she turfed it, like, multiple times. And at one point... Sliding down a hill. Yeah, and I don't know why you would put rings... (laughs) going down an incline because that's gonna hard sli- it's gonna slingshot you and i should have as soon as i saw someone, <laughs> as soon as i saw someone um like Get carried off on a stretcher no for real oh really like a, one a guy that was maybe three people in front of me in line broke his ankle falling off the rings the rings and i should have already known that the rings slingshotting me down a mountain was not gonna be how it was going to go for me. What and show is that where they just see what's happening and so they just lay down? Like, like they just, know. like, accept the fate and, like... They, they just play dead? Yeah, like, I, they're, it's, like, something where they're fighting and then, like, they see someone get, like, knocked out. And so when it's their know. turn, they just go and they, like, hurry and just, like, lay down to get out. And um, Brits just sort of done I that. I should have. I should have just went and... Because what you do, if you can't complete the obstacle... Even Log if, roll down the hill. Yeah. If you can't complete the obstacle, you have to do 30 burpees. Says who? The, Are there people there the, at each station, each station monitoring these burpees? No, but because you're talking to the girl who skipped the run, walk, crawl, and we went to Denny's and then came <laughs> back and crossed the finish line <laughs> in high school. Well, at the end, I'll, I'll just tell you. But yeah, I so I try these rings and I lose my grip because I'm going at a velocity mm-hmm. higher than expected, and I skid across the gravel and my hands are all scraped up like and little rocks and, rocks and like they're bruising my palms and my my hip is all scraped up because I landed on my bum and my mm-hmm. hands and my husband comes over to like help me up and he goes I'm not a big swearer um, no I take the cake they take the cake in and that I department. just go he's like are you okay and help me up. I'm like I can't do any of this shit and I'm- <laughs> I told you because he's the one who talked me into right. it and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do this stuff. Yeah. And so then I got like bloody hands and bruised <laughs> hands and I'm like doing my burpees. Plus your group was like my being group. like, we'll do the burpees with so, you, Brit. And, and then, then you were like, no. And so then they were like feeling sorry for me, which also is like hurting my pride. Yes. And they're like, here, I don't well, need your pity. Well, right. I and- need a ride home. <laughs> Someone get me in a Dakar. <laughs> and and yeah, so they're like, each of us will take 10 burpees for you so you don't have to do them. And I was like, no, that just makes me feel even more humiliated. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, I can't believe I'm yelling at my friends. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then I was so exhausted by the end that, you know, you're supposed to either complete the obstacles or do the burpees. And I yeah. was just like walking around the obstacles at the end. And then someone handed me the medal when I crossed the finish line. I, I said, I don't want it. <laughs> And yeah. they're like, uh, what? And I said, I don't deserve this. And I was like, yeah, yelling at my friends, yelling at the metal giver. And you couldn't, you couldn't get it, like you couldn't get yourself to come down. No, to calm down and I to come down from it. I was physically so exhausted and humiliated. so humiliated, mm-hmm. and people were taking pity on me, which I hate. Yes, and when you are scared 
hungry, embarrassed, embarrassed, tired. You know, yeah, all those things are just triggers. And that was all of those things. Well, you know, <laughs> did we tell the story about our friend who lost it on Angel's Landing? Is that already been in the yeah, episode? Yeah, we did. In a previous episode, we talked about our friend who is afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. And she was being really supportive and brave because we all wanted to do Angel's Landing. And mm-hmm. we told her, we're like, if you don't want to do it, yeah. we won't do it. And she's like, I've done it once before. I, I think it's good to kind of face my fears. And so she did it. And but she and she is one of those where she is just the sweetest, soft-spoken, uh-huh. most soft-spoken girl, one of our like just nicest friends. She, like she doesn't let her voice. You heard my voice raised several octaves this episode. Yeah, when I talked about e- that email and also yeah. talking about this, we're saving my life and stuff. And but she just doesn't. It's not she, she doesn't get carried away. Yeah, with, I've never you know, heard her yell. Like, like I always ask her, like, have you ever yelled at your kids? <laughs> and I mean, actually yell. Uh-huh. You know, not not your version of yelling because she's just so soft-spoken and sweet. And so I think that. She was keeping a lot of her fear, like to herself. She was, it was bottled. Up. I had no clue she was afraid. We uh-huh. were just plugging along, and uh-huh. I figured if she's scared, she'll say something. And so, at one point, she decided to stay more to the back uh-huh. of our group. And at one point, she was, I guess, on her hands and knees. We didn't see it because we, we were all lined up, and she was the last one in our group. And it was getting a little sketchy part of it, and so she kind of got under her hands and knees because she was scared of the she, heights. Yeah, and crawling to maybe get some more stability. It was so crowded, and we pass this group trying to come past us and we're kind of on a sketchy part. So it's a little hairy, you know, mm-hmm. and we just hear someone from behind us scream. I'm scared. Okay. You a hole. <laughs> and we just are like, we all kind of flip around, but I know it was said, said it. it. We just heard and we were like, gosh, someone's like getting in a fight up here. What's happening. <laughs> so then we get to the top and we're all chatting about little bits along the way. What parts were scary? What parts were good? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just can't believe I freaked out on that guy or whatever. And we were all like, that, that was, was you? Because we just heard her voice in the back. Uh-huh. She goes, yeah. He was being, he said something mean to me. And she goes, but now I'm having doubts that he was even talking to me. <laughs> she said, I was on my hands and knees. And then we felt so bad. We're like, what? You were, you were crawling behind knees? us. She like, I got really scared. So I was kind of on my hands and knees, bracing my, herself. And then she said, and the guy said, what's wrong with her? Uh-huh. And she assumed he was talking, talking about, about her. her. Mm-hmm. And so she yelled, I'm scared, okay, you a-hole. <laughs> and so it was one of those things when you're scared. You're scared. And you're trying yep. to face your fears. And then some jack a has the nerve <laughs> to, to, like, to call you out. Instead of being like, hey, man, she looks frightened. Yeah. Who would say that? What if she's disabled? Like, yeah. what, what if she can only crawl on her hands Right. And and wouldn't you just be like, way to go, you. You're inspiring. But instead he's like, what's wrong with her? Right. I would have pushed him. Just kidding. <laughs> Not really. That was terrible. Brit's killing people. I'm pushing people off a cliff. So, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, so another trigger though, pregnancy. Oh yeah. Beyond anything really. That's like the top one. Oh yeah. Because there's been a few times that I've just um, acted so irrationally when I'm (laughs) pregnant. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and especially if it involves food. Yeah. So this listener said while she was pregnant, they were going to her in-law's house to eat and she was starving and she found out they were having, (laughs) sorry, I have feelings about this. So we'll go into that in a minute. I know they were having grilled tuna and cheese sandwiches. And she said, already a no for me. <laughs> but the part that sent her into sobbing hysterically was the fact that, that they only had white bread. <laughs> and that was not substantial enough for her ravenous hunger. She was like, I need some multigrain. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would be like, yeah, white bread. Because I like never eat white bread anymore. Yeah. Um, our cousin calls it donut bread. Because it's like donuts. It is. So yummy. <laughs> um, just if you put just a little glaze on there, you're going to be Some grandma's eating. sycamores. Oh, tell you what. There just you some go. butter. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh, some jam. Yes. Oh my gosh. Homemade freezer jam mm-hmm. on that grandma's sycamores. But anyway, I have feelings about this because... <laughs> 
I know that we should be appreciative of anybody having us over for a meal. Uh-huh. But if I'm having people over, I'm not making grilled tuna and cheese. <laughs> I love a patty melt like uh-huh. anybody else on Tuesday when I'm by myself fixing myself some lunch. Yeah. You're having your pregnant daughter-in-law like <laughs> over for dinner. That's what yeah. she said. My in-laws were, they were coming to their house to eat. That was yeah. like the purpose. Okay. <laughs> the best you got for this girl is tuna, a craft single on white bread. It's the best you can do. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, where's the pot roast? Did you forget you invited him over and then you were like, oh my Crap. gosh. We've got a can of tuna yeah. and some craft singles. And let me tell you this much. If that's the case, uh, go get food at the restaurant <laughs> and I won't judge you. But yeah, the hanger like that comes with pregnancy or the oh, cravings uh-huh. like could not be overstated. Um, when I was pregnant, one time we were, I was always on a Sunday that I wanted something random and that mm-hmm. we didn't have. Uh-huh. So one day I was like, I really want ham and funeral potatoes. Like, mm-hmm. Sorry, Salty. correction. I really I need, need ham and funeral potatoes. potatoes. And I like leaned over to my husband. I'm like, I'm going to need ham and funeral potatoes. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to need this. Yeah. And he was like, um, it will be 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. you know, by the time. And I was like, I started crying, like being like, if you loved me, he's like, you want me to go to the store, buy our spiral ham, buy all the things to make funeral potatoes and cook it like right now. And I was like, if you loved me, you would. If you cared about me and this baby at all. Okay. Well, the airport. And we have a lot of episodes where we talk about travel and the airport because it's very stressful. Way stressful. Do you enjoy flying? Oh, this sounds really lame because I'm not old. But the older I get, (laughs) the less I enjoy it. Right. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And my kids Everyone was in charge of packing for you and bringing everything for you. And buying the tickets for you. You're just along for the ride, quite literally. And so, yeah, when you're older, there's just so much. And and I get anxious bringing my kids because you just, they're wild cards. You don't know if Mm -hmm. they're going to behave or have ear problems or all the things. Mm -hmm. So so I don't enjoy it as much. Well, and we were talking about the the pregnancy issues. This is someone who was pregnant at the time. And on a plane. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) well, she hadn't quite made it to the plane yet. Okay. She said they were at the Atlanta, Georgia airport, and Mm -hmm. she was four months pregnant. And for some reason, their flight home, there was something wrong with their tickets. And their flight was leaving in like 10 minutes. Okay. But they sent him to the information booth to get it figured out. But it, she said, I swear it was a mile away. You mm-hmm. know, hustling, hustling with your bags. The and information your booth self. is almost never in a convenient place, <laughs> right. no matter where you are. And they were running to get there. Once they got there, they told them that they had to go. They're like, we can't help you with this. Go back to your gate. Tell them this, this, and this. Are you kidding me? So they... I'm like, you going to get me one of those little golf carts uh, that you drive around? Yeah. I feel like... How, does anybody know how to access those? They're like some kind of mystical creature. The, it's like the freaking airport unicorn. Yeah. And they just are always parked. They're parked. Yeah. Like, are we allowed to take this? Who's driving Who's driving? This? How do we access Is this? Is this being utilized to its max like, right. capacity? Because <laughs> I don't see enough people benefiting from this right. service. Right. So anyway... They booked it back to the gate that they came from. And they noticed the doors were about to close no. at the gate. It's like so home alone. she just yells at the top of her lungs, Don't shut that gate! I am a pregnant diabetic, and this is bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> at the top of her lungs. And she said, the red coat Delta workers came right over when they sensed her anger. The red coat? Security. Is this security. like a different level of Delta worker? Maybe. Oh, the red coat. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Like, security, we have something happening. The red coats are coming. The red coats are coming. 
And finally, they worked it out and they picked up the phone and talked to someone and they were able to get on the plane. When they shut the doors behind them, people started cheering for them on the plane. Oh, for the passengers. Yes. For the pregnant. Okay. They heard the, I'm a pregnant diabetic, diabetic and this is bullshit. <laughs> they heard the screaming. And when they made it on, like, <gasps> just we made it. Everyone's like, Oh, I I have always wanted to have a situation where where people, people, I get like a standing O for, (laughs) not for no reason, but not because I'm performing. Like, you know what I mean? Like just because I did something like, Uh and people are like, yeah, you go, you. Yeah, I saw you guys, you conquered that. Stick it to the man, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's I, so much better because you could have walked on the plane and had people being like, "They're the ones the that diabetic. held up the plane. Who yeah. does she think she is?" But if <laughs> but you, you can pull a, a couple of cards as that you apparently can get the plane to stop for you, because in a normal situation, they probably would not have held that for her. No, I probably not. No. But so I'm saying, use it. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to start a website, and I wanted to call it hireanahole.com, <laughs> and because. Like we were talking about with the listener who said she was blacklisted from calling Uh Dish Network. And I had an incident with T-Mobile where I'm shocked that I didn't get put on blacklist. I didn't like swear and yell at them, but Mm -hmm. I was, I was about to lose my ever loving mind. Like (laughs) I had called so many times and was so defeated and was just like, I'm not going to re-explain this to anybody. Supervisor, 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 (laughs) supervisor. And it was like an actual person. I was like, unless you're a supervisor, don't talk to me. Like losing it. And my father-in-law... Um, Andy's my husband's stepdad, he is like really, I don't know what it is. He's worked in those jobs a lot. And so he just, he kind of knows how it works and how to get what he needs. Mm-hmm. He's very, very direct, confident in what he's asking for. Mm-hmm. And, but he's, he's not super nice, but he's not mean and emotional. He can okay. just, he's just good at it. And so I always like, I ended up having to go over to his house and having him call for me because yeah. I couldn't do and it did he solve it? He did. He solved it. I had a new phone. <laughs> Everything was resolved. We both had new phones. Oh, and he was like, go. here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to get these two new phones. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it without charging this because I know you can. And he's like, and if you can't, you're going to put me on with who will. Like uh-huh. he was just like that. Okay, and so okay. calm. And so I was like, I need to create this website. And no, I don't think he's an a-hole. I'm just saying you have to it's, hire somebody. It's a somebody. catchy website name. Yes. <laughs> and you need to hire people that will go to bat for you uh-huh. in these scenarios where you're so and emotionally and charged. And they're not emotionally involved and no. they're just more business. It's, yeah. It, they're there with the facts. Mm-hmm. And they're like your representative. Mm-hmm. And because if you have to call and argue a bill mm-hmm. or you are confused about something and you're super like stressed out about it, I would mm-hmm. have loved to always have my, you know, my mm-hmm. husband's stepdad there to just call. <laughs> so, you know, maybe so, someday. Yeah. Trademark that. Hireanahole.com. Yep. <laughs> it would just be hireanahole.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What can I just figure out? Anahole. <laughs> Anyway, we hope you guys got a laugh, and we Mm -hmm. hope this week you can keep your cool. Yeah, and school's out, summer break. You're going to lose it. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Because day two, my kids, I was already like, oh my gosh, they're fighting so much. I can't Mm -hmm. even handle this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, oh dear. But try to keep it in perspective, and just remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. Follow along with us on Instagram at gabfest underscore gals. We hope that now that it's summertime, we've freed up a little more time for us to post some content. Mm -hmm. It's not our best trait. It's not our strongest suit, but Mm -hmm. we try. (laughs) So follow along with us. We'll keep um, trying to do our follower of the week, story of the week, and rate, review, subscribe. And on Instagram, when we post our little announcement each week on, on our new episode that just launched, like if you have a favorite story and want to chime in, 
chime in. Yeah. And we can share it on our stories, like mm-hmm. even just what you've typed and sent to us. Because yeah. sometimes I know it's hard to remember and we want to just keep the gabbing going, even if it's beyond the episode. Yep. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. This week's episode is sponsored by Fizz. You should all know by now about my love of Fizz. But in case you don't, I'm going to tell you again. Of all the drink places, Fizz is for sure my favorite. Whether you need a refreshing drink, a salty snack, or a sweet treat, Fizz fits the bill. By the way, you have to try their new Chonuts. Yeah, that's right. It's a churro and a donut all in one, served warm, and it's drizzled with this yummy frosting. It's so delicious. Follow them on Instagram at F-I-I-Z underscore drinks for secret menu items, specials, and so much more. Be sure to pop into Fizz. Supporting our sponsors supports our podcast.